0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. My son's Brazilian father-in-law has been farming about as long as I have. This was my 47th crop just harvested. Given how great things have been going down there with record yields and record prices last year, he said that President Trump was the best president that Brazilian farmers have ever had. The trade war set Brazil up to take market share from us. The Brazilian economy in general is not doing well, but their ag economy is the exception. They need and get no farm subsidies, while my Trump for President ACH hit my account this week. How many of those have we gotten this year? Goldman Sachs calculated that not wearing a mask adds $3,000 per capita to the U.S. debt. I hope that conservatives get the Republican Party back pretty soon. Trump rarely even mentions policy anymore. Brazilian President Bolsonaro endorsed Donald J. Trump in our election. We'll see how much weight that carries. Brazilian farmers love their president as much as farmers here do ours. Think how much that Trump's trade war with China made Brazil when they picked up the business they did when China stopped buying from us. The impressive thing is that China is now buying from us again, has not stopped buying from Brazil. They have been cleaned out of corn and soybeans. Donald J. Trump has a mixed record of doing what he says he'll do. He says that he'll make China pay for sending us COVID. If he is serious about that, phase one will be short-lived. We will be back looking for markets again, while Brazilian farmers happily skip and hop to the bank. Then again, after all, he did say that he would build a wall and Mexico would pay for it. Notice how no one even brings the wall up anymore. Trump hardliners fully intend to engage with China in another round of a trade war, or even Cold War, if given a second term. I do not see how phase one survives that. Russian farmers have enjoyed the spoils of Trump's trade policy, just as Brazilian farmers have. Sure hope sometime that we get a president that gives us a shot at such profitability. There is rain in the forecast for Argentina, and this start of improved monsoon seasonal rains in Brazil. This is no surprise to the market, which has been well informed of the forecast. The delay to their crop season is irreversible at this time. Winter wheat conditions both here in the United States and Russia have not improved, but our climatologists did improve chances for rain in the southern plains midweek next week. Current global stocks of wheat are not tight, so this strength has been driven by new crop concerns. They grow wheat so many places. Someone always seems to produce a good crop somewhere. As to the corn market, we see basis tightening along with bull spreading supporting unusual market strength during harvest. The soybean basis is less impressive as the harvest filled the pipeline. That supply is moving to ports and soon they will need what is in the bins. Bull spreads are still evident in soybeans because of concerns in Brazil. On the hogs, COVID pandemic statistics are getting so bad again that meat industries have caused to be nervous. If enough packing plant workers get sick again, we could go through round two of plant slowdowns. Packers do not suffer if that happens because livestock prices go down and meat prices go up. Packer margins get fat. The COVID rise in community spread is in the heartland where the packing plants are. These communities have been terrible about mask wearing, so are now reaping what they sowed. Plant workers cannot practice distancing on processing lines. I think that they bring the virus into the plants from home. The CDC says that the more recent COVID wave came from family gatherings, and packing plant workers fit that demographic. High community spread could bleed into beef, pork, and poultry plants. If positives, hospitalizations, and deaths rise to new highs, as some believe they will, the pandemic may take another swipe at livestock markets coming from two ways. Processing plants will be hard to keep running at capacity, and the public will retreat into homes to avoid the community spread of the virus. Beef demand is very much at risk to another wave of COVID. The beef product market continued to show weakness. Family gatherings will be smaller, and it's harder to share a prime rib over Zoom. If the pandemic continues to surge, there's a lot of risk here yet. The trade is looking for 102.4% placements, 105.8% marketings, and 103.2% on feed in Friday's October 1st cattle on feed report. The upper guess for placements was 106.5%, and given all of the incentive that there has been to move feeders into feedlots to escape the drought, the upper end guess may be conservative. It would be the most cattle on feed in 17 years. I would think that the trade would be braced for a negative report. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.